All my life I've longed to see us Aussies living together in peace. This is especially the case when I've thought about how the first Australians and all of us who came to this land after them seem to be so different. We seem to be taking so long to figure out how we can live together well. As a kid for a number of years I was in touch with local Aboriginal people in the far-flung area in which I lived. Even though there are good memories of some good personal contact with kids my age, the dominant memory is of the shame names, racist heart and rock-solid intolerance among my family and the general rural population in which I lived. I didn't know any different, so I bought the shame and the names and felt very smug in my own group. That changed when I left school and went to uni. I was challenged by people. They looked like me, they were white, they sounded like me and they knew the places and the ways that I lived. But they helped me take a deeper look at what was happening in our country and what had happened from that first beach landing in Botany Bay until today. I was genuinely shocked by the stuff I heard from these compassionate and yet sort of edgy people. I was very challenged by the books I read in the huge injustices done against so many Indigenous communities for so long. And I knew somehow I was part of this because I'm Australian, even though I've never actually physically hurt an Aboriginal person. In fact, how could I? I hardly know any personally these days. I never really get that close. I read books like Blood on the Wattle and One Blood. A game changer for me was Sally Morgan's My Place. It was her story as an Indigenous person growing up in white Western Australia. They're the places I grew up in. They're the places I know. I started taking note of stuff in the media. I started to take note of songs in the culture. Midnight Oil were crucial. Paul Kelly and his song from Little Things, Big Things Grow about Vincent Lignari and the folks who sat down in station country in our wonderful country and demanded some kind of justice and finally they got it. I remember Eddie Marbo. I remember those intrepid white fellas who knew the remote indigenous people and spent a lot of time making TV shows with them like Les Hiddens, the Bush Tucker Man and that wiry crocodile man from the West, Malcolm Douglas. All this helped me reconsider and wonder about fairness and justice and finally reconciliation, that word that has become a big word these days, what does that mean? What does it mean to put our reconciliation forward so that we are on a better track as a country? How do we do that? Movies have also helped. Rabbit Proof Fence, Samson and Delilah, and more recently, Sweet Country. Man, they are brutal movies, but they are really needed. Seeing places across this land, Broome, Roeburn Jail, a hundred Aboriginal people locked in a, a room the size of your lounge room in 45 degree heat in chains. Uh, trips to the centre, the story of Maralinga, all places, bad stuff happened. These stories I find hard to take, if I even dare to listen, but they are the truth about our country, my country. I even wrote a song about reconciliation called Listening to the Few. It's on Spotify and iTunes if you're interested. 
Now we seem to be focused on Australia Day. That's where the debate seems to have gone. I've always loved Australia Day. I get my Australian flag out and have a barbecue with my family and friends. Love it. I've seen it as a celebration of the country I have had the privilege of growing up in. I do understand, though, that for some Indigenous and some white people, it's become a day that misses the point altogether and doesn't help us progress together with the truth that leads to genuine reconciliation. I really like Noel Pearson's comment on how we could celebrate something good for everyone around that crucial 48 hours, January 25th, 26th, when something really big did actually happen, love it or hate it. A couple of years ago, he suggested turning Australia Day into maybe more like a couple of days that acknowledge the three stories that exist in our country. The Indigenous story, of course, the European settlement story, and the post-World War II, particularly, migration story. All three are us. All three stories need, need to be named and celebrated properly. He suggested something like a rather sombre beginning, a bit like Anzac Day, with attention to the sorry business that needs to be done. Then moving to celebration of the Indigenous story, then coming, the coming of the white man and what that meant, the good things as well as the hard things, but generally a celebration of it. And then a celebration of the huge tapestry of culture that has come here from people who have come from just about everywhere in the world. I kind of like that idea over a couple of days. I guess we'll see what happens with Australia Day and with the reconciliation. If we have to change even Australia Day that I love to reach for a higher goal of lasting respect and peace between us all, then with great reluctance, I guess I have to say, well, so be it. We don't need to tell the difficult stories just for the fun of it. We need to tell them and hear them for the truth of it because only from truth will come any meaningful, lasting kind of way to be a stronger and more at peace Australia. Telling the truth, hearing it, and then moving through it to the good stuff. It's the only way I think that we can move forward. I hope we can reconcile.